What up, what up, what up? It's Herb Hill, the Keep It Real Podcast. How's everybody doing? How you doing? How you feeling? How you living? Doing good on this side. How's everybody doing? It's been a while since I made a pod. It's been a while since I even put some put some energy into making a podcast. But um, originally, you know, a couple weeks ago, um, I was going through some things personal things and um, I said that I wasn't going to do it anymore but I feel like now that I thought about it it's probably even more reason why I should you know because and this is just my testimony um, I went through a lot of transformations a lot of healing a lot of growth in the last couple of weeks just because I I I uh, I experienced um, a breakthrough and um, I was going through something at home and just, you know, conversations between me and my wife led to one thing and just realized, you know, I was bitter and I had a lot of bitterness in my heart. I've been carrying a lot of bitterness and sorrow just from life, you know, and, and I I never knew that I was struggling with it. I never knew that it was something that was bothering me. I just thought it was just something that was, you know, fresh in my mind. Like I, I, I never truly healed from any of those things. I've never truly healed. I've never, um, I feel like I forgave people, but maybe I, I became bitter in that process. And a lot of this stemmed from early on in life when I was in my single digits as a child you know you become bitter you become frustrated you become angry with the things that's happened to you in your life and the way people treat you and the way people look at you and and, and and look down on you and talk to you and all these different things and you know I don't even want to rehash any of the stuff because that was so that was a couple weeks ago now you know but maybe even a month ago, but I feel like I've grown so much in that short amount of time um, because my, my intention is to grow. My intention is to heal and I'm just giving it to the Lord. But, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I did have a breakthrough and, you know, I remember I broke down crying, just screaming out of frustration and just casting out this spirit of bitterness that was on my heart. And if I can explain how it feels, it almost feels like there's a uh, a weight on your chest. And that's sorrow and bitterness. And I never knew that I was struggling with those spirits. I never knew that I struggled with... I know I felt sorrow sometimes, but I didn't know I that was something that I was carrying. I, knew, I never knew I felt bitter. I never thought I was bitter. I never believed that I was bitter. So me casting that out... And asking Jesus to heal me from it He took it off me right away And I cried so much I cried, I broke down I just had to let things go And you know, it's it's not I'm not going to sit here and say Oh, it's over Because it's never over You just, I have to continue to pray I have to continue to ask Jesus To take these things away from me And make my burdens light You know Now, a lot of this stuff that I dealt with It's not from anything today it's not current stuff this is all old stuff you know because I, I didn't know how to process things I didn't know how to deal with things and now I know you know but 
it was tough. That was a tough situation, man. Um, so I, I did, I, I did make like a video, you know, the day after talking about, you know, things. And I said, I didn't want to, you know, make any more podcasts because I just want to focus on me. But, and that was the wrong, wrong decision. Um, because I'm keeping it real, you know, it's, it's called the keep it real podcast for a reason. I'm not going to hide what I go through and, and I've never been the one to hide. I'm very transparent about what I go through and the things that I face because this walk that I'm walking with the Lord Jesus Christ, this is, this is the walk we all need to be walking. And who am I? You know, I'm, I'm not prideful and I'm not, um, I'm not the type of person to try to tell people how they should, you know, tell people what they need to do. And then when it's something with me, I'm going to hide it. No, I've never been that type of person. And I'm not that type of person. I'm going to talk about it. So I, I just feel like I should continue. I feel like I should continue to keep it real, continue to talk about this, keep it real podcast continue to edify continue to share my testimonies because this isn't the first time this isn't the last time i'm going to go through something this isn't the last time i'm going to be healed from something this isn't my last testimony this isn't my first testimony i've shared many 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 things that i've gone through but i just know i won't be talking about the past anymore and that's what i have to put to bed for good because the more I talk about it the more it becomes like almost current again and I don't I don't want that I don't want to continue to talk about things that I've gone through anymore because if I'm asking Jesus to heal me from it there's no need for me to continue to talk about it because I've talked about it enough and that's another reason why I stopped recording because I, I would listen back and I'm like man why do I keep talking about the same things I keep talking about the things that I've gone through I made like three or four podcasts in a row between January and May and it was like I'm talking about different things also but there's parts of them where I'm like talking about the same exact things that I've gone that I've gone through that would be considered that spirit of bitterness now, what I think, what I thought bitterness was, was almost like jealousy. Like, you know, some people can be bitter. Oh, I'm bitter because I didn't get this and they did. That's how I thought bitterness was. But bitterness, bitterness actually is not that. <laughs> so it's funny, my my perception of what bitterness was is wrong. Um, My bit, you know, the bitterness that I was struggling with the spirit of bitterness that was upon me was just hurt. You know, it was it was sadness. It was sorrow. Um, and I don't know how I got. I don't know how I got that confused. Um, bitterness means a feeling of pain or distress. Um, a feeling of antagonism, hostility or resentfulness um you know i i just agony um 
It's a nasty word, grievous. Um, distress, harshness, pain, anguish. And those that's what I felt. Those are the things that I felt with those situations that I went through in my life. You know, how family treated me, how family talked to me, how people treated me, how people look down on me, how people disrespect me, all this stuff that I've gone through. That's what it felt like, harshness. Um, it was like bending them towards me, but it makes me feel bitter you know so you know anyways moving on from that like i said i'm i i was going to end my podcast because i just wanted to focus on my growth but this is a part of my growth this is a part of my healing in, in talking and expressing and sharing my testimony testimony because i don't know if i have a lot of listeners i have no idea and i know i don't do these all the time so if you are listening, I appreciate you. You know, I do appreciate you. So I just want to share my testimony with you. And, you know, we, we just got to continue to give Jesus everything and cast our burdens onto him. And because he wants them, he don't want us going through these things alone. And I wish I really do wish I could go back in time and just not ingest all that stuff i wish i can just go back and not internalize everything and just push it back out and that's what i did wrong was like put it in my heart almost and I, you know me being a massage therapist i know that people have emotional pain i don't have emotional pain like in my back or my shoulders it's in my heart it's on my chest it might be even my left pec you know what i mean like i feel like Sometimes when I'm stressed out or when I have um, anxiety or I'm nervous, it gets tight, like my chest gets tight. And I always thought it was my heart. I'm like, man, what's going on? Like, I feel like I'm about to have a heart attack or something. But it's it's that spirit on, and, and it's just, it's like a weight on my chest, on the left side of my chest, like, it's almost like a, a 300 pound person just stood on the left side of my chest and my right side. I feel fine. That's how it felt to me. Honestly, that's how that spirit felt. And, and when I prayed and I cried and I asked Jesus to take it away from me, I, I tell you, came off me immediately. And I felt so light and just peace and I still feel that way. So I just have to continue to ask him to heal me. I have to continue to cast that spirit out because it's been, what, a month strong. And I've overcame a lot of things in this short amount of time. And I've grown in a lot. I've grown a lot in this short amount of time. But I know that just because it's good today don't mean it's going to be good tomorrow. So I have to continue to look to him and trust in him and ask him to take this off of me because I don't want it. I don't want that spirit. I don't want sorrow either. So Herb Hill will continue the keep it real podcast. Um, I have to get caught up with a lot of this stuff. Um, I've been so behind with putting out episodes and editing my episodes. I just, I've been behind, but I'm, I promise I'm going to be on top of it from going forward from this moment um 
yeah so you know i i wanted to share that and then also what i want to talk about it is crazy out here and it's only going to get crazy crazier i should say um there was the fires well, there was still wildfires from canada going into new york um, there's just so much going on right now. It's kind of hard to keep up. And I'm I, like I said before, I'm not really into the conspiracy stuff anymore. But what I have been noticing is this Sodom and Gomorrah, this this uh, homosexual agenda is picking up very, very, very strong. And it's not good because a lot of people don't like this and a lot of people act like they do to keep their jobs, to keep their money, to keep their positions, to keep their friends. A lot of people act like they support it, but they really don't. And I feel like this. If you don't support it, then you need to speak up. If you're not with this, you need to speak up because this stuff is going to continue to grow like a nasty cancer. Nobody likes cancer. Nobody likes a virus. Nobody likes illnesses. This this homosexual spirit and it's a spirit it's not an action it's not a um well it, you know people act on that spirit and that's why they become that spirit but what i'm saying is the spirit of sodom and gomorrah the spirit of homosexuality whatever you want to call it is spreading like a wildfire because it is a wildfire and it's a very big demon that needs to be destroyed and I've been praying that the Lord rain fire and brimstone on every corner where they pushing this stuff. The schools, karate classes, YMCA's, all this stuff. Like, what, what, what is it with the kids that you want? What is it with the kids that you want them to subscribe to what you believe? Is it? Is that the agenda to pervert these kids so that they don't have offspring so that they be into the same things that you probably hate about yourself and who I'm talking to? I am talking to the sodomites. Like, what is it with kids that you want them to know about what it is that you do? Like, why do the little kids need to see people in drag? Why are the teachers supporting this pride stuff if it's not right you know what i'm saying like why why are we subjecting these children to adult behaviors like i said i've been said this i said you know if you want to be a certain way be a certain way if you want to do what you want to do do what you want to do nobody can stop that nobody can stop you from doing what you want to do but what i'm saying is like we shouldn't be pushing this stuff on kids we shouldn't be trying to make these kids subscribe to what we believe. We shouldn't be trying to make these kids feel what we feel because they're children. Let them grow up and make their own decisions. Like Dwayne Wade, he failed as a father. I believe he failed as a father. Yeah, he's this great basketball player, but a bas being a great basketball player ain't going to get you into heaven. It's not going to get you into heaven. Now, you walking around here as a 40-year-old man with black fingernails uh, black fingernail paint, dyeing your hair blonde and pink and all this stuff, trying to be cool and, and allowing your son, your boy, 
your youngest son to walk around here like he's a girl. That's a failure as a father. And then your other son, he's a basketball player. But you failed your son, man. And that's and that's real. That's not hate. That's real. Um, it's a lot of a lot of men who allow their their sons to parade around like they're women, but they're not. You know, and like I said, pride is a very, very disgusting spirit. That's probably one of the worst ones. Supposedly, not supposedly, but the story is Satan himself was an angel at a point in time. And pride is what got him kicked out of heaven. Pride goeth before destruction. Proverbs 16, 18 to 19. Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty, haughty spirit before a fall. Better is it to be an humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. And then look at what we call the month of June. We call the month of June Pride Month. Because these people are proud to be sodomites. These people are proud to be what Jesus calls an abomination. Proverbs 15, 10 to 11. Correction is grievous unto him that forsaketh the way. And he that hateth reproof shall die. Hell and destruction and before the Lord. How much more than the hearts of the children of men. So for the people that don't believe that Jesus said that these spirits of Sodom and Gomorrah, homosexuality, sexual perversion, whatever it is that we want to call it a spirit. And I believe it's all of those things. A lot of people don't believe he talks about this stuff in the Bible, but he does. He says it. In Leviticus 18, 22 to 24, thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is abomination. Neither shalt thou lie with any beast to defile thyself therewith. Neither shall any woman stand before a beast to lie down thereunto. It is confusion. Defile not ye, defile not ye yourselves in any of these things. For if all these, the nations are defiled, which I cast out before you. Leviticus 20, 13. If a man also lie with mankind as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. I'm not saying people should be put to death. That's not my words. That is Jesus. That is the Bible. Um, but back then, that was what it was. Back then, before Jesus came, that's what it was. And I'm saying Jesus because Jesus is God and God's name is Jesus. Now, before he came here as a son, son is man, Jesus, they called him bunch of things but we now know his name and we know what the power is so that's why i say jesus but anyways i ain't getting off topic of this <laughs> i'm not digressing today um 
1 Corinthians 6, 6 to 9. Know ye not the spirit or know ye not that the unrighteousness shall not inherit the kingdom of God, but be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind. He talks about this stuff plenty of times. Romans 1, 24 to 32. Excuse me. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature and likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burn in burn in their lust one toward another men with men working that which is unseemingly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meat and even as they did not like to retain god in their knowledge God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents without understanding, covenant breakers without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death not only do the same but have pleasure in them that do them as I said pride is dangerous it's not I'm not saying this out of hate but it's all out of truth now the Bible is my proof the Bible is correction and I know a lot of people think I have hated me because I can say the things that most people won't say or I say things that people are scared to say or I say things that might offend people. But I'm only here to serve my God, Jesus Christ, and I'm going to speak on it regardless. I'm going to say it regardless of the persecution that I get for saying it. This is a very strong demonic spirit in this world and it has to be destroyed and it shouldn't be accepted. It shouldn't be celebrated. It shouldn't be supported. We're not even supposed to want sin. We're, we're sitting here advocating for sin. We're here. We're here trying to make people accept and be okay with the nature of sin. We're not supposed to do that. If you look on the TV, Look at all the commercials they're running. Alcohol. Sin. Look at every corner around you. I don't know how it is in other states. I'm here in Anchorage, Alaska. But every corner, there's multiple dispensaries. That's weed. And many other types of um, forms of marijuana or, or weed or the herbs. Whether it be an edible, a, a oil, or buds, whatever. It's leading people into sin. You're getting high. Then you got the drugs. Then you got all the other things and the fornication and the adulterers and all this stuff. 
we're, we're gambling now. TV, basketball, regular sports, they're advocating for gambling now. You can gamble all day. And that's the sin. Sin is in. That's what I said, man. Like, everything that's considered sinful is fun to the world. For me, it's not. You know, because I know what sin is. Now, do I make mistakes every now and then? Do I, I might curse, you know? I might watch a basketball game and be like, oh, heck yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I might get pumped up, you know? I might get upset, you know? But I'm not out here sleeping with different women. I'm not, I'm not out here getting drunk, getting high. I'm not out here um, debating with people. I'm not out here fighting people. I'm not doing any of these things. I'm living my quiet life. And I'm trying to do the best that I can every single day. There's many reasons why I have to repent because the thoughts sometimes come in my head. I might want to flip somebody off one day driving on the road. I'm being straight up honest. I'm being honest as a man of God. I might want to punch somebody in the face. You know, I might want to cut somebody out. Those are sinful thoughts. I'm human. And, and I'm a man of God. So I know some of the things that I think are not good and I have to repent on those things. It is what it is. You know, that's just what it is. I know my relationship with Jesus is very open. Just like I'm telling you these things, I confess these things to him and I ask him to heal me from my thoughts, to, to cleanse me from the things that I want to say, the things that I feel. Um, I get upset when. You know, nobody hears me. You know, I just went through something with my family um, just a couple weeks ago because I don't celebrate birthdays. I don't celebrate my birthday. And I just recently, the last few years, we stopped celebrating our kids' birthdays because birthdays are pagan days. And that is a way of, that is a pagan tradition. That's a pagan uh, ritual that they started. And the Bible says, learn not the way of the pagan. Take not their traditions. You know, don't do the things that the pagan do. And I'm not doing that. I don't celebrate Christmas. I don't celebrate holidays. And no longer am I celebrating birthdays for my children, which I never wanted to do. So my grandmother had her 87th birthday, which just passed a few days ago, but they had it a week earlier. And my mom asked me to bring to come with my kids and my family or to come with my family. And I told her I would, but that was just I didn't feel like getting into it with her that day. So I said, all right, the day of I avoided her like the plague because I knew what was coming. I told my wife or maybe a week before I said, man, I'm just trying to prepare myself for this persecution that I'm about to go through. And sure enough. It happened. You know, my mom was trying to convince me that it's okay and this is what God would want me to do. No, no, no. I'm not honoring nobody. I don't care who you are. We, we're not even supposed to celebrate birthdays. And here's the thing. When we are born, we are born. Yes, we are alive. We're kicking. We're breathing. We have life. We have blood running through our bodies. Our hearts are beating. But... We are spiritually dead. Every single one of us. Born, living, physically, yes. Born, living, physically, 
but dead in the spirit because we are born into sin and sin is death. This flesh is death, which is why in the Bible, when we give our lives to the Lord, we are what? Reborn. Because we have to be born through the spirit. We have to be born in the spirit to be reborn. You can't be re you can't be reborn through your mother's womb again. We can't do that. We can't be reborn in our mother's womb. We can't go back into the womb. So the only way to be reborn is you come out of the flesh, but you got to be reborn through the fire. Which is the Holy Spirit. And the only way you can access the Holy Spirit is through who? Through what? Through the one true and living God, Jesus Christ. That's the only way you can be reborn. That's the only way that you can be reborn into truth. It says, um, it says in 1 Peter 1, 22 to 24, seeing ye have purified your souls into obeying the truth through the spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren. See that ye leave, see that ye love one another with pure hearts fervently being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. All flesh is as grass and all the glory of man as the follower of grass. The grass withereth and the flower thereof falleth away. It says in 2 Corinthians 5, 14 to 21, For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead and that he died for all that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. Yeah, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new and all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Oh, my bad. <laughs> reconciliation. Um, to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now, then we are ambassadors for Christ as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ stead be ye reconciled to God. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made 
the righteousness of God in him. It's real. We're born dead through our mothers, through that womb. Think about it. Your mothers is in sin. Your mothers and fathers are in sin. And that's just what it is. Even if you, like in my case, me and my wife, we gave our lives to Jesus before we had kids, before we even became a thing, before we was married, we had been living for the Lord for most of the year. But even though even though we gave our lives to Jesus, we both were, you know, we were forgiven for our sins and we were made new, but still you're born into sin. The world being born into life is sin. This is what it is. I, I, I can't, you know, I can't make people comfortable with this stuff. Um, it says Ezekiel 36, 25 to 27. Then will I sparkle clean water upon you and ye shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all of all your idols. Will I cleanse you a new heart? Also, will I give you a new spirit? Will I put within you and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues. And ye shall keep my judgments and do them. It says in John 3, 6 to 7. Uh, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto ye, ye must be born again. You must be born again. You got to be born again. How do you be born again? Through the spirit. It says, which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. I was reborn in the spirit. The Holy Spirit through fire, through Jesus Christ. So your mothers. Just because you're born through your mothers, we celebrating the day we were born dead. That's what I've been trying to tell people. And it doesn't make sense. And I know I shouldn't cast my pearls before a swine, but that's the reason why I'm not celebrating nobody's birthday. Not even mine. My birthday's. In six days, the day I turned 36 years old, it's not my birthday, but that's just the day I was born. It's not a big thing. I don't make it a thing. It is what it is. The day I was reborn, it's March 9, 2014. <coughs> really, I'm um, <laughs> about to say I'm eight. I'm nine years old now because next year it'll be 10 years of me walking, walking in Jesus. But um. Job 14, 3 to 5. And dost thou think, or dost thou open thine eyes upon such and such an one, and bringest me unto judgment with thee? Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? No one. So I'm going to say it again. Job 14, 4 says, Who can bring a clean thing? Out of an unclean, not one. Seeing his days are determined, the number of his months are with thee. 
Thou hast appointed his bounds that he cannot pass. Psalm 51, 2-3 Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgression, my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Um, Psalm 51, 5 Behold, I, I was shapen in iniquity. And in sin did my mother conceive me. There it is. So, when I say I don't do something, it's because I'm led by the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not going my own way. I'm not self-righteous. Now, I might have things that I am self-righteous about, but I'm only trying to be righteous in Jesus. That's it. It's not about me. I don't want I don't get praise for this stuff. I get chastised for it. And there might be other family members that don't do the same thing that I do, but not for the reasons that I don't do it. And they don't get the type of persecution that I get, which is I, I know why I'm being persecuted is because I'm being I'm I'm trying to honor the Lord and, and not do the things that everybody wants me to do because they're wrong. And if I showed everybody this, they dismiss me and call me crazy. This is what it is. But I'm I'm not sacrificing my faith or my my walk to please nobody. No mortal person. I'm I'm only here to please the Lord. I'm not here to please nobody. As I said when I was talking about the Sodom and Gomorrah stuff, I said I'm here to serve Jesus Christ only. And you know what's sad? What's sad? I've been thinking about this a lot. I said, if Jesus came here again to, to try to save people again, because he came here to save. He came here to die, to save the world. For the same reasons why I just explained. So that we have a chance at a new life to be born in the spirit. He came here to die for that because he knew that we was born into sin because Adam and Eve opened that door of life and or opened that door of sin in our lives. So everybody that's born in this world, this current world today is born into sin. Period. Whether you like it or not, that's just what it is. But as I said, like, the same reasons I said if Jesus came back here to save they do it all over again they kill him again probably quicker probably wouldn't even give him a chance to speak and I'm and I'm being honest this world today even even some of the people that claim to love him if he if he came back here today and tried to save the world again they would kill him again because nobody, nobody wants Jesus in truth. If he came back here condemning the people that are doing the wicked. Now, we all sin, but there are people who are wicked. There are people who choose to be bad. There are people, there's good people. There are good, no, nobody's good, but there's good vessels in this world that make mistakes, right? There's good people that make mistakes or good vessels that make mistakes. 
what's life without making a mistake? A mistake. Nobody's perfect. We're not supposed to be. But what I'm saying is there's people who choose to do wicked. There's people who bad vessels. There's bad vessels who want to do bad things, who have bad intentions. Look at the world we're in. They have you diminishing your spirit for the sake of war. They have you diminishing your spirit for the sake of poisoning water and killing people and having making people have babies with 15 toes and they got you doing that. The wicked got you doing that. Their bed is made. They know what they're doing, but you don't know what you're doing. That's why I say, how can you support sin? How can you support people that's claiming to be proud of being an abomination? You can't support the wicked in this world. You can't do that. You can't support sin and claim to love the Lord. You cannot do that. You can't be out there screaming proud month, proud month, whatever these people do. You can't be out there supporting them and then claim to love Jesus. If you love Jesus, you need to come out of it. You need to come out of the world. You need to come out of the, the wickedness. You need to come out of the darkness. That's what it's about. Come out of it. Come out of the world. The Bible says, for we are in the world, but we are not of the world. You cannot be of the world. We're in it. We're here. We're on it, but we're not of it. We cannot be of the world. And now look at all these people sacrificing or not even sacrificing, willing to put up with this stuff to keep a job, to keep money. The same things that'll lead you to hell. A job that will replace you as soon as you die. A job that will replace you as soon as you make a mistake. Money that you spend and you get back. Money that's about to be changed to another currency. Money that people sell their souls for. Money that people kill for. Money that people rob for. Money that, that people do really ungodly things for. We work our behinds off for a dollar. But people are willing to sacrifice their dignity, their integrity, their morals, their views for a dollar bill. Because like I said, a lot of people feel the way I feel, but they will never say it out loud because they don't want people getting mad at them. And I understand that. I don't want people mad at me either. But I only have one language. My language, yeah, I speak English, but my true language is the truth. And I do know this. The truth is meant to offend those who live the lies, which is why I keep it real all the time. And, you know, being a man of God, I'm I'm just built that way. I'm built that way to to speak the truth regardless, whether it's about me or not. You seen how I came on here talking about the things I went through. That ain't easy for me to do, but I don't I don't care. I, I don't live in a glass house. I'll share. I'll show you what's in my house before you try to break it. Say, hey, you 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 think I live in a glass house? Come on in here. Let me show you what's in here. You ain't got to break it. Just come on in. I ain't hiding Jack. Because I ain't got I ain't did nothing to hide. 
I'm very open with everything. You ask, you want to know, ask. But like I said, you can't be comfortable and we can't be supporting sin. We can't be advocating for sin. We can't be um, accepting sin because all sin is wrong. But the only sin that I see that's being pushed in people's faces and trying to be shoved down people's throats is the spirit of Sodom and Gomorrah. It's not about what's right and wrong. That's wrong. Period. It's an abomination, as the Lord Jesus Christ said. He said it's wrong. So why are we trying to make it right? This is man. This is wicked man. Trying to make something that Jesus said was an abomination. Trying to make it okay. How can something that Jesus said is an abomination be okay? That's how wicked this world is. And if you guys only seen the things that these people are doing. If you only know the things that people, these people are doing. I've seen some stuff, man, that I wish I could not. I wish I never seen. I, I do just looking on telegram and I had to got, I got off that, um, that page just because I didn't want to see that stuff. And I, I don't, they don't normally show that kind of stuff. It was just one clip just showing up like how bad it's getting in the States. And I, you know, I'll give an explanation. It's just two guys, um, giving into their abomination in public. And, and that's what I mean. I didn't want to see that, but I, I saw it and it's like, man, these people is doing this stuff out in the open. What if there's kids around? You know, they're irresponsible with their sexuality. If you want to do that stuff at home, you go right ahead. Do what you want. I don't care what you do at your house. And for some reason, that's people's ref, uh, deflection tactic. Oh, why does it why does it matter to you what people do at their house? That's not I didn't say that. I didn't say it matters what people... I don't care what people do at their home. But the point of it is, it's still wrong. Jesus said it's wrong, it's wrong. That's why I said, if he came back here today, they'd kill him again. They would, and they would do it a lot quicker. They wouldn't even give him a chance to speak. And that's the sad thing. Which is why the whole world will be judged. Period. Period sad man but I ain't got nothing else to say but thank y'all for listening keep it real always keep your eyes on your soul peace <laughs>